the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Happy Friday. Thank you for tuning in. Kind of a cloudy day today. Teeny bit of sunshine. A couple showers and a high of 72 the rest of the afternoon down to 59 tonight. Mix of clouds and sun in store for tomorrow. High topping out at 80 for Sunday. Uh, on the cloudy side, some sun occasionally. Might get a shower and a high of 81. Sixers are in Atlanta tonight. Game three of their Eastern Conference semifinal matchup. That series currently tied at a game apiece. Phillies have the night off. They uh, beat the uh, Braves yesterday 4-3 in 10 innings. Second day in a row that they came from behind to win. They were actually ahead yesterday, one nothing going into the ninth. Hector Neris gave up a home run to Freddie Freeman, and the boos came cascading down. Phil's manager Joe Girardi on those fans booing Hector Neris, their relief pitcher. The one thing I would tell my players, look, the fans in Philly are extremely passionate, and they want us to win. They're not booing really who you are. It's not, that's not saying that they don't like you as a person. They just want to win. And it's their way of showing frustration when we don't win. So in a way, I mean, they're really pulling for us, but when we don't perform, they let us know. And, and I get it. I mean, we all want to win here too. I booed myself before, you know? So I think when you play in these passionate East coast towns, you have to be ready for that and just say, Hey, you know what? They really do want us to win and they care about us. But when we don't play well, they get upset, just like we do in the clubhouse. It's Phillies manager Joe Girardi after yesterday's win. One of the reasons that the Phillies were in position to win that game and, and before the ninth kind of fell apart a bit and they came back to win later, pitcher Zach Wheeler, who has uh, just done a great job since joining the Phillies. He struck out 12 batters yesterday, didn't walk a single one. When he was with the Mets, he had a pretty good strikeout-to-walk ratio, but not like he's had since he's joined the Phillies. Anything in particular that's happened since he's become part of the Phils that's helped Zach make his uh, strikeout-to-walk ratio that much better? Yeah, um, you know, I think a lot of people are getting the cutter and the slider mixed up. But, yeah, I mean, the slider has gotten better tremendously. Just, you know, me and Caleb have worked on it a ton, and he's helped me out with it. And, you know, it's become a really good pitch for me, a good swing and miss pitch. You know, before I kind of this – there's going to be a ball every time. I kind of hope somebody was going to swing at it. But now I can throw for strikes and still have the movement that I want. But, yeah, I mean, you know, just, just using that a little bit more and it's consistent for the most part. You know, I threw a couple of bad ones, a couple of good ones today. But, you know, I knew exactly what I did wrong with the bad ones. So, you know, I came right back and adjusted. So anytime you can do that where you feel comfortable with it out there, it's, it's a good sign. It's Phillies pitcher Zach Wheeler who left the game with a one nothing lead. Again, Hector Neris gave up the home run in the ninth to uh, give that lead away. 1-1 after nine. Braves scored two more in the top of the tenth. Take a 3-1 lead, and it's looking like a great performance by Wheeler is going to be wasted, and they may find one slipping through their fingers. But the Phillies got three in the bottom of the tenth yesterday, including two runs, the game-winning hit off the bat of Gene Segura, who talked to the media after the game about that 
game-winning hit and how that's a couple of games in a row now they've come from behind and what this team can do. I mean, all year long, we don't got that, that type of games. I think, look, I woke up yesterday. It was huge. It gave us momentum, you know, to play a little bit better and uh, to be able to win this one today, come from behind, especially give it out in the 10. That's huge. Just to tell you what type of team and what type of ability we have to play this game. And I think we, if we, we're keeping it together like that, this team could be really, really good. Philly shortstop Gene Shigura, who again got that game-winning hit, it actually uh, knocked in the run. Uh, the Phillies got the first run they had in the eighth inning, so he really was a big reason why they won yesterday. And again, they had the night off tonight, and then the Phillies take on the Yankees at home tomorrow at 4.05. You may remember that Phillies manager Joe Girardi managed those Yankees for quite some time, including in 2009 when the Yankees beat the Phillies in the World Series four games to two when the Yankees and the Phillies play. Does that mean anything extra to you, Joe? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I spent a lot of time there and, you know, made a lot of friends there as a player and, and as, as a manager. And obviously, we played them last year, um, playing them again this year. It, they're just important games. You know, we're chasing the Mets. So every game we play is an important game. You know, I have a lot of connections with some of the players there. But, I mean, they're not going to take it easy on me and, you know, <laughs> vice versa. So, but, I mean, it'll be nice to see some of the guys that I have close relationships to. Phillies manager Joe Girardi. Again, they have the night off tonight. The Phillies do. Then they play at home tomorrow against the Yankees. Phillies currently three and a half games out of first behind the Mets. Looking forward to a special guest joining us in a second. I'll tell you about that uh, guest in a moment. First, if you're looking for good reading, consider entering WFIL's Rewards Club contest for Ron Archer's book, The Power of One Man, How God Uses Men Like You to Change the World. It's Salem's June Book of the Month. And in the book, Archer examines biblical figures who changed the world in which they lived, and then he applies those lessons to the challenges men face today. Archer himself weaves in stories about his own life, not just success, but also failure, and in a way that's not just educational, but inspirational. A lot of social problems in our culture come from an epidemic of fatherlessness, and as Archer's own life demonstrates, uh, God has a plan to redeem and restore the areas of, of the problems in our culture by redeeming and restoring men themselves one individual at a time. You can enter for the book uh, one day, uh, once a day, I should say, through the end of June. Bonus entry opportunities as well. So again, the name of the book, The Power of One Man, How how God Uses Men Like You to Change the World. It's by Ron Archer. Enter at WFIL.com anytime. And often as you like during the month of June. That's one of many contests we have going. Help yourself over the weekend. Have some fun. If you haven't been to the website in a while, take a look around and enjoy uh, the contest and also other information, our podcast, this program's on our homepage, and many other things, too. Our special guest this hour, looking forward to having, has joined us before. It's been a couple of years, but he's joining us again. His name is Ted Winsley. He is pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey. He's also the Philadelphia Eagles chaplain for the last couple of decades, including the big year when they won the Super Bowl. And he's at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend, a couple of times, 8.30 a.m., and 10.30 a.m. You can get details on that at octabernacle.org. So we have a quick break we'll take, and then we'll come back and have Ted Winsley join our program today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for listening in today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, and we're glad to bring on board our special guest today, Ted Winsley, joining us. Hello, sir. 
Hey, Tim, how are you? Wonderful. It's good to hear your voice again. It's been a couple of years. We had John before. It, yeah. It has. Yeah. You were at the Ocean City Tabernacle um, in 2019, and we had John mm-hmm. then. Although, last year, did you wind up getting uh, out to the Tabernacle again? I did, yeah. We, we, we did make it there towards the end of the summer. Okay. I know some things had shifted a little bit, obviously, for, for you know obvious reasons, what was allowed. Yeah, <laughs> right. But uh, but you're there again this coming weekend at both services, 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. And um, mm-hmm. you know, folks will know you from a couple different places. You're a pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees and also the chaplain for the sure. Eagles for a long time. And, uh, yes, sir. So let's, 20 years. That's amazing. How about the, as far as the <laughs> church goes, when did that come into play in conjunction with your work with the Eagles? Yeah, 2016, um, 9-11 was when the church was launched. So we're coming up on uh, five years this September. Wow. That's neat. Well, I'd love mm-hmm. to, I'd love to hear, hear more about that. Uh, start with this weekend, if you would. As any, as any pastor may be, I could see you fine-tuning things up till the last minute. But uh, what, <laughs> <laughs> what's this weekend about? And, and how's, if you want to even drop a hint about the message for the weekend. A- absolutely. So, so um, I'm actually going to be sharing from my my brand new book, um, which is called "View from the End Zone: The Four Tests That You Must Pass in Order to Win in Life." Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, good. My my good friend that that everybody who's listening uh, did the forward for the book. His name is Nick Foles. Really. So, um, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited uh, about the book. You actually can. Uh, get it on our website, www.thefamilychurchnj.com, or you can get it on uh, Amazon or even at Walmart online. Um, yeah, so pr- pretty cool. So um, I'm actually, um, I actually ministered this to the players last year. Um, but also the, the whole mindset um, is that everybody has four tests that we have to pass uh, in life. And, of course, it comes from the story of Jesus in the wilderness. And, um, and when Jesus was tempted, uh, when he was in the wilderness, he had to pass four tests. Um, the first test was a test of identity. The second test was a test of performance. The third test was a test of presumption. Uh, and the last test was a test of power without experiencing pain. Hmm. Wow. They really seem to fit, you're, you're, <laughs> fit your chaplain yeah, job, for not, sure. Yeah, it, well, it, it really does. I mean, because this is what I deal with, with the players. Um, you know, the test of identity, who am I and am, am, am I a person uh, or am I a player, <laughs> you know, sure. um, you know, the test of performance, you know, feeling like that we have to perform to validate ourselves, the test of presumption, in other words, making it up, you know, coming up with our own ideas or plans. And then finally, uh, I think we all get stuck here. Um, we're looking for shortcuts. You know, we, we want to, to make it to the to the end zone uh, or we want to make it to our goal. But oftentimes we don't want to go through pain or, or experience a process or go through a process or experience a pain. And, of course, Jesus, when he was in, in, uh, in the wilderness, he, he passed each one of these tests and he showed us how we could pass ours. Ted Winsley is our guest. He's pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, also chaplain for the Eagles for a couple of decades now. And he's at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend, both the 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. services. And the, as you mentioned, the focus, uh, the material from the book that you just put out, View from the End Zone. And what was the subplot, the rest of it, four tests? How did the rest of it go? The four tests that you must pass to win in life. Okay. Uh, and when did it actually release? 
Um, it was actually released uh, in the spring of last year. Okay. Uh, we did a soft a soft release to our church, but now we're kind of releasing it nationally. Um, uh, now, and really, September is kind of the big launch, so this is still in the soft launch. But in September, uh, we're, we're looking to, to, to really kind of do more of a national launch. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. it's funny you say that, uh, Ted, that I can't tell you how many guests I've had on in the last year and a half whose quote-unquote new album, their new book, whatever, <laughs> was first quarter 2020, but it really never went anywhere for different reasons, it, right? Right. <laughs> so it's still really new. They didn't get to it's tour the new. album. They didn't get to tour the book. They didn't get to do anything because they couldn't go anywhere, so... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's funny. Share share a bit about just a little backstory. Obviously, without the without the you know the Lord getting into your life and, and getting a hold of you, there is no book, there is no chaplaincy, there's no right. pastor. Uh, just how did yeah. God get a hold of you? Oh man, uh, when I when I was 17 years old, um, I, I had a I had a, a, a I'll say this was just a, a spiritual experience um, where I actually it's in the book, but I, but I heard. Uh, it's only happened twice in my life where I actually heard God's audible voice. Um, and he said, I, I, I called you the pastor. And um, I, at 17, I didn't even know, you know, I went to church, but I didn't know what a pastor did. And uh, and I actually, my mother's a school teacher. My father's ex-military, 25 years. And, and uh, I shared with my mother, hey, I think God's calling me to be a pastor. So she actually said, okay, well, we'll interview your our pastor, and then we'll interview three other pastors in the city. And you'll get an understanding about it. At the end of those interviews, I felt like it was a practical joke. Like, what? This is it? I don't want to be a pastor. <laughs> and, um, and and so I actually, you know, I, I really got mad. I got mad at God. And um, because I, I felt like, man, like at 17, you you, you hit me with this, <laughs> you know? Wow. Uh, like, this, is, this isn't a job. This is a lifestyle. Like, you, you're, you're never off and... I interviewed them and I found out they didn't make any money and they go to, they had to go to school forever and, <laughs> and, and, and they're never out of school and they're always learning and they're always on call. Who wants to do that? And so from, uh, from seven, uh, I, I, I never forget it. I said to God, you didn't call me to do this and I'm going to prove it to you. And so from 17 to 22, I, I really fell away. I, I really did everything in my power and it's in the book. <laughs> I did everything in my power um, to try to, prove to him that this is not what he called me to be. And so at the age of 22, uh, having been very broken and, 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 and really just uh, uh, distressed and everything else, uh, I, I said, okay, God, you know, just make the pain stop, but send me, I'll go. And, and that was the beginning of, of me answering the call and, and uh, recognizing, you know, who he called and created me to be. And um, and here we are today. Pastor Ted Winsley, our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show today. He's pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, also Eagles chaplain for a couple of decades now, and going to be at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend, 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m., 550 Wesley Avenue in Ocean City, New Jersey. 142 years of ministry, the Ocean City Tabernacle has been uh, going strong for a lot of years, octabernacle.org for details on that. We'll keep our conversation with Ted Winsley going in just a moment. Also, a quick reminder, Father's Day coming up a week from Sunday, and uh, you are able to win $1,000 perhaps for your dad or a father figure in your life. You can get entered for that on the contest page at WFIL.com. You can actually enter every day between now and Father's Day, including on Father's Day itself. So get yourself entered and uh, 
and hopefully you'll win. I'll be rooting for you. Quick break. We'll keep our conversation with Ted Winsley going in just a moment on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Happy Friday. Folks, just tuning in and chatting with Pastor Ted Winsley. He's a pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, also chaplain for the Eagles the last couple of decades, and he's at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend. Two services, 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. You can get more details on that, octabernacle.org. Uh, you, you, you you did play some ball as a youngster, too, right? So you had a familiarity. I, I, I did. Because I, 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 remember, I told you my father was in the military, yeah. so, um, so I'm the baby of five. When my father was 46 years old, um, of course, he and my mother, they're, they're 10 years apart. Um, they accidentally had their last child because they thought they were done. <laughs> and, and so at 46, um, his, his, my, my father, uh, my mother came to my dad and said, uh, we're having one more. Wow. And, um, and so he retired from the military um, at Dover Air Force Base. And uh, so I, I was raised in Dover, Delaware. I played uh, high school football at Dover High School. Um, and was pretty good. I ran a four four uh run a four four five forty and mm. um I fractured my vertebra my junior year, sophomore year in high school. And uh and that kinda changed the plan. You know, like like I, I just knew I was going to the NFL. I knew I was gonna at least play college ball and you know, I had dreams of like everybody does, who who's gonna play football to one day wear a Super Bowl ring. And um and of course all those all those plans I thought were ended, they just got changed, you know? And, uh, again, you know, many years later, uh, I got my Super Bowl ring in 2017. That's right. <laughs> doing, it a much doing it a much different way. Isn't that something, you know, even as you're speaking, yeah. you think about, you know, I'm the baby of five also, but my brother yeah. actually had gone to my mom and said he was praying for a baby brother. So we, they were, they were aware of the fact that maybe I'd be coming along and each yeah. person has their story. But in your case, just to think that, you you know, theoretically you weren't going to even be around, and then you're telling God yeah. what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. and <laughs> <laughs> So it's uh, it's really speaks, and, I and, think. And, and then, like you said, and then thinking that, that the, um, when, you know, when life happens, that, that that meant it was the end of my dream. Yeah. Um, but and that's the amazing part. That's why the book is called View from the End Zone. Because when you get it, when you're able to see the end from the beginning, it changes everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Well, and that's that's what I was going to say. It it speaks to God's faithfulness and His love for us. Like uh, you know, surrounding us, even though we may be be fighting with all our might, running the opposite direction, or mm-hmm. or maybe not. You know, uh, and yeah. whatever it is. And how he weaves it all together. That's a really cool story. Yeah. And, uh, and on that on that topic, then maybe just on the football side of things, you mentioned getting your ring a few years ago as Chapman when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. What was that ride like for you? And and um, how did you manage to also? I would think staying grounded and making sure you you stay focused on what do the players need, you know, as a chaplain yeah. from you. Yeah. So 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 you said how was the ride? It was it was it was surreal. Um, I actually, again, just all, all of it, I did not expect to get a ring um, because although chaplains in the NFL get rings, mostly that happens for a chaplain who is, who's full-time. Um, and, and I'm not full-time. Of course, I'm, I'm a full-time pastor. 
Um, and so I was a volunteer. And so just, you know, just because of that, um, it really, I wasn't going to get a, a ring um, until the players, uh, Carson and Malcolm and Brandon Graham, uh, they all went to the owner and said, Hey, Ted gets a ring. Wow. Ted got a ring. So, so yeah, <laughs> it, it was, it was humbling again, like I said, cause you don't do it for this, you know, um, you, you, you do it because it's an opportunity to serve, um, you know, and, and again, and my, the lifestyle that, that I live, you know, where, uh, my testimony is, um, at one point in time, I, I worked in corporate America, made a six figure salary, um, and then was asked to come full time into ministry and going uh, back in, I think maybe 1994 or 95, uh, going from, you know, $115,000 to 40. Um, mm. uh, and, and then just seeing how God still, you know, just did everything that uh, I didn't think he could do uh, with what I thought I needed. So, again, it, it, was, it, was, it was just it was amazing and uh, very humbling. And like I said, uh, all of that even prepared me for the players because um, I realized I had something to give them, uh, not something that I needed to take from them. Amen. That's great. That's a great yeah. word. Uh, folks, just tuning in, Ted Winsley's our guest. He's pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, chaplain for the Eagles the past couple decades. He's at the Ocean City Tabernacle this coming Sunday morning, 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m. as well. That's 550 Wesley Avenue in Ocean City and details at octabernacle.org. Also, we add to the list author of the book, View from the Red Zone, uh, Four Tests You Must yeah, Pass. End Zone. End Zone, right. End, zone. Yeah, I, <laughs> I scribbled and I realized end and red are different. <laughs> Although they are near each other. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, view from the end zone, four tests you must pass to win in life. Uh, and on that topic, you know, you're, you're touching on something there. The ring is nice. Success is nice. And it's and it can be good. It's not that you can't be successful or enjoy winning a championship yeah. and all that. But as you minister to players, and, and obviously they're, they're in a world where the, you know, there's, there's money, there's fame, there's putting on the helmet. Yeah. Even just put the helmet on, I'm sure, is like a thing. Um, sure. How do you how do you help them? Um, you yeah. know, with regard to their identity in the Lord versus those things which come and go. Yeah, great question, and and it's it's very simply. Um, and and when I say it to many of the players, it's the first time they've heard it, and it kind of you know bugs them out till, till I explain. And that is that football is not your purpose; it's a platform. Hmm. And and having them realize that, well, so think about it: if, if football was your purpose, then. Uh, you know, a purpose doesn't have a season, <laughs> you know what I mean? Football is going to end. That's right. And so uh, if players see themselves as, you know, well, this is, this is why I was born. Um, this is my purpose. Well, when, so, and of course the average NFL football player's career is only three years. A lot of people don't realize it. the average NFL player only plays for three years. Um, and, yeah. and so back to the whole point of the whole identity that they, they spent all their lives making it to this point, And the average player only plays for three years um, without having the revelation that, no, this is not, this is not what you were born to do. This was a platform you were blessed to operate on so that it becomes a platform for your purpose. And so oftentimes I, I've, you know, I've been in a room with, you know, most of them are millionaires and I ask them, Hey, you know, what's your purpose? You know, and a lot of them know how much money they're making. A lot of them know what they're going to do tomorrow. But then when you say that word, what's your purpose? You know, I've, I've seen grown men tear, you know, go down their eye after that question was asked because they had no idea. Yeah. And so, so really getting them to understand, hey, the thing that you love, the thing that you're good at, and even the thing that, you're, that you hate. Because oftentimes what you 
the thing that bothers you the most is what you've been assigned to solve are all keys to your, your purpose. And so when they start becoming purpose-driven, <laughs> that's another book, <laughs> The right. Purpose of Life, when they become purpose-driven, um, and, instead of, you know, activity-driven or gift-driven, it, it really allows them to put their, and this is, I believe, my purpose, is to give them balance, you know, so, so that they're able to really understand, oh, well, wait a second, you know, all of this, all of these things are really supposed to serve my purpose. They're not supposed to be my purpose. Pastor Ted Winsley of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, and longtime Eagles chaplain, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. He'll be at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend, uh, two services actually, 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. octabernacle.org gets you all the details on that. We have a brief break today uh, to take, and then we'll come back, keep our conversation with Pastor Ted Winsley going next in WFIL. Thanks for listening in this afternoon. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, you listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Got the cloudy thing happening the rest of the afternoon and tonight. Shower two possible. 72 the high down to 60 this evening. Nice day tomorrow. Some sun and clouds. High of 82. Kind of cloudy on Sunday. Maybe a shower a high of 77. Phillies have the night off. They had a great win yesterday. Come from behind for the uh, second day in a row. 4-3 over Atlanta in 10 innings. Gene Shigura with three hits and three runs batted in. They do start up another series at home against the Yankees tomorrow afternoon at 4.05. And the Sixers in action tonight. Taking on the Atlanta Hawks for Game 3 of their Eastern Conference semifinal matchup. That series currently tied at a game apiece. Don't forget, Father's Day coming up Sunday, June 20th. And if my kids are listening, which they always do, uh, feel free to, you know, they can't enter to win the contest we have going on FIL, but that grill, actually, it's kind of funny. I I don't really usually ask for presents, but uh, this time around, I've gotten used to grilling the last couple summers and liking it. And we had an old grill. It's uh, it's done now. So I uh, I have dropped some hints recently about possibly, you know. The kids pitching in, and uh, I find it very relaxing to sit outside and, and do that grilling thing. So I'm hoping it's one of those rare times where dad's actually saying, yeah, I, I have something I like. You know, when you get older, you tend to be like, oh, I just I'm glad to have the family around. I don't need things. But uh, this is one year I wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind that. So we'll see how that goes. But for uh, anyone else listening, not related to me, you're allowed to enter unless you work here, of course, you're uh, allowed to enter to win $1,000 for dad, which is a pretty cool prize, or a father figure in your life uh, with our Father's Day Doe contest at WFIL.com. You can actually enter every day between now right through Father's Day. There's some bonus entry opportunities as well. So take advantage of that. Have some fun. That's part of WFIL's Rewards Club. It's our listener loyalty club where we have lots of contesting and other opportunities going on. It's free to join. We encourage you to do that. Just takes a moment. One of the benefits of being in the rewards club is you can enter all the different contests relatively quickly. So again, the one I'm just speaking about for now, the $1,000 for dad or a father figure in your life in conjunction with Father's Day, get entered at WFIL.com. Our conversation continues with Ted Winsley. He is pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, longtime chaplain for the Eagles past couple of decades. He's at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Details on that octabernacle.org and before the break we're talking about some of your stuff with the Eagles and 
you know, I, I know you, I'm sure you know it because you work with them uh, as the chaplain. But I think people may sometimes forget they're just everyday people too. The players, they're they're just like you or I. God made them. They have their insecurities. They have their their triumphs and things that matter to them, and they're just people like us. Yes, one hundred percent, and and that's the thing. You know, they're ordinary people put in extraordinary situations who often have not been trained for this. They've been trained for football, but they haven't been trained for life. You know, um, in this, and, and and I always say it to the players, like, hey guys, this isn't real. <laughs> you know, um, I, I had an opportunity. Um, I, I went some. Well, I think I came back from Virginia, and uh, and as I got on the plane, we're going back to Philadelphia. Um, I, I noticed a, a big lumbering figure who was coming to me and grabbed me. It was Donovan McNabb. And, uh, wow. and we joked and laughed and we were actually on the same plane. And then I watched as, John, as Donovan, Donovan actually got into coach with his family um, and sat in coach and um, drove the, you know, flew the whole way in, in both of the airports. And guess what? Nobody recognized him. Hmm. No, no, nobody walked up to him and said, hey, Donovan, or anything like this. And, and these were kind of the things that I was preparing him because Donovan was in my Bible study for all, all, all of his tenure at, uh, at, with the Eagles, you know, and helping them realize that, guys, this isn't real. You know, one day somebody wants your autograph, and another day, like, which is also amazing because you can find a ball, now it's worth $1,000. The $30 ball is now worth $1,000. But when you're not playing, they don't care. They'll kick the ball. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll pop the ball, you know. Um, that's and, hilarious. And so, again, just really like that, it's not – so, so that's one thing that we constantly say, guys, like, like this isn't real, you know. And the sooner that you get connected to life, connected to God, understand that he's real, um, you're able to kind of navigate through all of this. Amen. That, those are good words. Yeah. It's funny. I used to uh, – I've worked in Christian radio, music radio also. Yeah. And every now and again I would bring uh, – Christian music down to the players and uh, as a little bit of a way of a feeler out, like to say, I wonder where they're coming from. And I remember giving Donovan a, a couple of Christian music CDs a couple of different times. And he seemed genuinely yeah. appreciative. You know, some people oh, are, yeah. you know, they could tell you that they love well, like Brian Dawkins is really out there, obviously he, he or any Absolutely. of those. Guys, right. But then there were others. You're not sure if it's just a seed you're planting and nudge them in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. and what you're saying too is neat because the reality is anybody listening to our conversation, uh, can benefit from that notion that you're not, you're not what you are doing, you know, yeah. you right. And the, your identity being in Christ and his value, you're, you're valuable just because you're made in his image and have eternal value. That's it. You that's know? it. Yeah, that's great. Well, again, folks tuning in, Pastor Ted Winsley going to be at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend, Sunday at 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m. You can check him out there. Uh, he's pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey as well. Maybe we can wrap up our conversation. Just share a bit about the Family Church, how it came to be, and, and what goes on there, the mission of the church. Yeah, absolutely. Family Church, Voorhees, New Jersey. Like I said, we, we, we started uh, five years ago, um, uh, 2016, 9-11. We actually started in a Jewish synagogue. How about that? Wow. <laughs> so, so, so we, we launched our church in a Jewish synagogue, um, Temple Emmanuel. Uh, they were so gracious and, and, and honoring and loving um, when we were looking for a place to, to start. Um, uh, shout out to uh, Rabbi David, um, who actually he's about to retire himself. Um, but, but, but yeah, they, they, uh, they brought us in and, and we launched our, our church. Uh, they allowed us to use their, their whole building um, for wow. $300. <laughs> wow. And um, yeah, it, it, it was a, it was just an, it was an amazing blessing. 
And, uh, and it's funny, David, uh, Rabbi David reminded me, like, I didn't even know historically, he was saying that, you know, I don't know if you know this, but it was the African-American churches that embraced uh, the Jews when they came over. Hmm. Um, and when they were, when they were looking to, to worship, he said that there were, some, there were some synagogues that actually met in African-American churches. And so he said, you know, how could we not return the favor? Wow. And so, so our, our, our church actually is still um, in relationship with Temple Emmanuel. Uh, every year we, we do a Shabbat service for MLK. Our worship team comes over and, and sings with, with their, uh, their choir. It's amazing. But, um, wow. but yeah, so, so the, the family church uh, is, is uh, built on four tenets, and that is that people would know God as Father, experience personal freedom, discover their personal purpose and learn how to make a personal impact so that they can change their world and thereby change our world. Amen. Amen. And that, and as far as forming that church and that group, any particular uh, set of circumstances kind of lead toward that, putting that on your heart? Uh, well, on your so, heart so yeah. So, so, so if, if you, if you were to um, read the book or, or, or look at my bio, I actually started at a church called living faith Christian center. Pastor Lamont McLean is, my, my, I call him my spiritual dad. Hmm. Uh, he went home to be with the Lord about 14 years ago. He died of multiple myeloma. Um, but, but, um, so he's the one that actually asked me to come full time, um, in ministry. I served uh, at that church for 17 years on staff. And, uh, he also was the, he was the original chaplain. So Troy Benson asked my pastor to do Bible studies. And that was the year that I came full time to work at the church to do broadcasting and marketing. And he asked me to be his assistant. So I carried the Bibles and all of that. And uh, after about a year and a half, Pastor Lamont looked at me and he said, you know what? I'm not supposed to be doing this. You are. And so, um, and then, like I said, then, you know, he, he died 14 years ago. And then I actually stayed at the church to help Pastor Connie McLean, uh, who she still is the pastor uh, at the family, I mean, at Living Faith Christian Center. Um, I, I stayed for 11 more years to, just to make sure that she, you know, had everything that she needed. Uh, Cause I, I got there at the church at 25 and now it's at, at 45. It's like, okay, I think it's time. <laughs> and so, 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 so she, she released us uh, with honors and um, we went out and, and really I, I often say that what we're doing is just an extension of what I learned, um, you know, under Pastor Lamont McLean at the, at Living Faith Christian Center. Mm. Um, but it really is, uh, we're all, we all should be doing an extension of what Christ uh, let us all to do. So, yeah. Do you have a particular heart as you, you know, being a local guy from Delaware and then also living in Jersey and, and, uh, and serving, you know, the, the team and everything like that. Do you have a particular heart since you're local and, and know the area, uh, just uh, occurring to me as you're speaking there that just yeah. through your eyes, what you see in the tri-state area, as far as, um, even things that people are listeners could be praying about that maybe they don't have, they can't do something directly themselves, but maybe, or just to be aware of how to, how to lift the area up, if you will. Yeah, just, you know what? Unity, you know, just, just in, especially in the times that we're living in, you know, with the pandemic and the epidemic and, you know, there's a, a passage of scripture um, in Hebrews where the Bible says that God says that, that he's going to speak from heaven and earth and he's going to shake the heaven and shake the earth. And he says, therefore, the things that can shake will shake. Anything that's shakable will shake. Hmm. But then he says, but the things that are unshakable will, will remain. And, and I believe that, that that's kind of what happened, you know, in the last couple of years, especially in the tri-state area, um, where, where we saw um, all the things that weren't founded on God, 
um, even in the church, you know, began to shake. And, um, and, and what has remained is the kingdom and the love of God. And, um, and, and that's really on my heart, just that, number one, that the body of Christ would, would be unified, um, that we would realize that there's, there's, there aren't races. <laughs> you know, ra- this is going to sound crazy. Racism is a lie um, because there's only one race. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, racism is the belief that one race is greater than the other, but there's only one race. It's called the human race. And so my desire is that the body of Christ, um, even in this local area, would, and it's happening, would embrace the kingdom com- concept of unity um, and, and then model it to, because that's our opportunity, yeah. um, model it to the world. Pastor Ted Winsley, our guest, pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, again at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend, uh, 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m., chaplain for the Eagles and author of the new book, View from the End Zone, Four Tests You Must Pass to Win in Life. We'll be sharing from that this weekend. It's funny you say that thing about about race. Uh, Dr. Alveda King, um, MLK Jr.'s um, niece, was on the show, and she, she said the same thing. She said, "Whenever wow, somebody, yeah, she said, whenever somebody says I'm this race, that race, she says, what do you cling on? Do you do not like she? she right? She, yeah, we <laughs> come from Boston. <laughs> she, she makes fun. She gets the idea. She knows what people mean, but right. Yeah. So, so it's interesting. But, but it's to say wrong. That. It's actually wrong. And as we and, and and as we perpetuate the lie, we enable the division. Yeah." Yeah. yeah. Good thoughts. Good thoughts. It's great to chat with you today. I have, I lied. I have one more question. Can I ask just family wise? Come on. You can ask five more questions. <laughs> well, just about your, <laughs> it's, I, I didn't actually know. I mean, you're married with children or you have children God's blessed you with or? Yeah. So, so I have been married for 27, going on 28 years to my college sweetheart, Dawn Winsley. Wow. Um, I have, I have a 27 year old daughter. Do the math. Yes. Um, <laughs> I have a 27 year old daughter. I have a 20, 20- Three-year-old son, um, and I have a three-year-old grandson named wow. Jonathan, my my daughter's son. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, and the the, the, the reason I ask you is because you know you you do a lot of different things. You're you're a busy man, but um, just I always like to extrapolate, no matter what guest I have on, to say like what words of wisdom you've learned about how to use the word balance earlier, how to honor yeah. your wife, love her, make her your you know your ministry field as opposed to you know any everybody yeah. else outside your house and and your kids yeah. and your grandson. Yeah. And, and, and so that, that's the question. So again, you, you have to put them first, you know, so I don't know if you, if you subtly saw that. So 17, God called me into ministry. Um, 22, I answered the call. Um, at 30, I actually came full time and served um, under another pastor. Um, and it wasn't until 45 that I actually took on the mantle of, of pastoring. And so what did you do from, 22 to 45, um, I put my family first. I raised my family. Um, I served with my wife. We grew to get, we grew together. Um, and then ministry became an outflow or an outgrowth of our family and our marriage. Amen. Great words. Great that words. Might be, that might be different for everyone. Yeah. Um, but, but from a principal perspective, um, that, that would be what I would say. Very good. Very good. Pastor Ted, great catching up with you again. 
And it's uh, awesome. it's neat to have Same you coming. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's let's not wait necessarily to the next time yeah, you're at the OC tab. Let's do it again soon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> have a great weekend. Hey, 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 watch this. Hey, watch this. Hopefully, we we'll, we'll be doing it because we'll be talking about another ring on my finger. That would be nice. <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, God bless good. you, Ted. Have a great weekend. God bless you. All right. You too. Bye bye. It's Ted Winsley, pastor of the Family Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, chaplain for the Eagles the past couple of decades, and author of the new book, View from the End Zone, Four Tests You Must Pass to Win in Life. He's at the Ocean City Tabernacle this weekend, both services 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Details at octabernacle.org. Brief break, come back with more on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app, you listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. If you have a second, stop by WFIL.com to get entered for some of the different contests we have going, including the Ministry of the Month, Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll, which has been on the air here for many years. You can catch it 6.30 a.m. and 9 p.m. as well. And to celebrate Chuck Swindoll and Insight for Living being the Ministry of the Month, we're giving away Chuck's book, Glimpses of Grace, 30 Reflections on the Old Testament. It's a book with 30 devotions highlighting the lives of 30 Old Testament men and women. It gives a fresh look at God's grace and action throughout the Old Testament. That's just one of many prizes you could win. In fact, there's a grand prize featuring 11 different items as part of this Ministry of the Month feature and, and contest we have going. So get entered for that. Congratulations, Georgiana in Philadelphia, Judy in Quakertown, among our winners thus far this month. Plenty of June to go, time for you to get entered, and time for you to win. We'll be rooting for you. Insight for Living, weekdays at 6.30 a.m. and 9 p.m., WFIL's June Ministry of the Month. There's our Father's Day Dough Contest going. Win $1,000 for your dad or a father figure in your life. You can actually enter every day right through Father's Day for that. And there are bonus entry opportunities as well. Just a couple of the things you can win. Have some fun at WFIL.com. You can check out the podcast of our programs there as well, right in the homepage. And, of course, feel free to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just type in Tim DeMoss Show. That'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening in. Looking forward to doing it up again on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.